Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday or happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. We are Success in the Shy Girl. I'm Jen. I'm Lisa. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. Today we want to talk to you about what it means to be multi-passionate. I think maybe it's because we've come off of a couple of weeks of super solid laser-focused action, but all these other ideas were coming to us as we were taking this action. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, oh my gosh, okay, we're definitely multi-passionate entrepreneurs here. <laughs> we thought it would be a really great topic because I, we find that many of the women that we work with are also multi-passionate. So yeah. let's, let's talk about that, what it means, um, you know, maybe how you can take some focused action, a couple, yeah. It's just, let's just have a discussion around what it means to be more Yeah. Well, it's hard. I mean, I, most of the, I can't, can't really think of anyone, any women that I know who don't have a whole bunch of things on the go um, and lots of, lots of ideas, you know, waiting on the shelf for, <laughs> so yeah, it, I, I think it's, it's hard to not be multi-passionate really. It's just nice to put a label on it and kind of be like, oh, okay, I, <laughs> I just have lots of ideas. Um, And a lot of, a lot of people are trying also to do each of those things and give each of those things an equal amount of time. I I think um, people are still caught up in the, in the myth of balance. And so if you, oh, well, if I'm doing this and this and this, I should be able to balance all of it. And um, that's especially hard when you're taking on a whole bunch of different passions um, to give everything equal time and to give everything the time that you want to give it. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, we're going to try to help you uh, figure out what, which one is your true passion or maybe which ones are, your, mm. are, are really a passion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, get wrapped up in, in things that other people have pulled you into too. And then suddenly you're doing mm-hmm. this other stuff, which may not be your passion as yeah. well. Yeah. So let's, let me, maybe we can talk about that. So we actually, we had a, a good chat before we jumped on and hit record and we were chatting about, you know, what the difference between, you know, being multi-passionate and multitasking maybe out of, both necessity and out of um, almost uh, like duty, right? Like that you feel dutiful to to be doing all of these things. But if they aren't your passion, that doesn't. That's yeah. And if you're if you're saying things are a passion of yours, but they really aren't. Am I making sense? Am I yes? Yeah. Um, like yeah. It- I mean, so it, it, to a certain extent, if you're if you're trying to people please, or if you feel like you should, I should do this, uh, I should do this work. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's a that's a whole different. It, those those can weigh on you mm-hmm. more than your passions, things that you really that really light you up and that were your own idea and get you excited. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay to um, <clears throat> come up with ideas and let them let other people 
bring them to life. I mean, think of all those uh, startup companies where people like thought of an idea for a company and they brought it as far as they could bring it. And then a huge uh, company buys it from them. It's, it's okay to let your idea go. Um, if you're an idea generator, right? Like you can be that person that comes up with ideas and gets things started. Um, but if you're not uh, someone who's going to like every, everyone has a different role in the world, right? So it's okay to let some of those things go. If there are other people who are willing to take that up and, and run with it, um, it's okay to be the idea person. You yes. don't have to be like, this is my baby. I'm stuck to it forever. Because if you're coming up with other ideas, you're eventually going to burn out from <laughs> yeah. following all your <laughs> things. So it's okay to be the idea person. It's also okay to be the person who sees someone else's idea. And if someone's struggling, it's okay to be like, wow, I, that really grabs me. I would love to take this over. It's okay to be that person too. Right. So you kind of, yeah. I, I, and yeah. And I, you, you make, yeah, you bring up a really good point. I have clearly not finished my coffee cause I'm <laughs> tripping over my tongue here, but I, yeah, no, I agree that I think you need to really understand where your skill set lies, right? As a, as somebody who is multi-passionate, um, Lisa and I are both multi-passionate entrepreneurs. We both run actually multiple businesses. And this is this is our main one, but this is our, our big passion, right? Yeah. This is our this is where we spend most of our work week is inside of this business and working inside and on this business. Because we really feel like even if we weren't getting paid to do any of the work that we're doing, we would still be doing this work because it feels so good to us and it feels so in alignment. But I, I was listening to a podcast, it was years ago actually, and it, this, some, this actually just stuck with me. So if you, it's two, twofold. So what do you get lost in, right? Like what activities do you get lost in that you you know, you sit down or you're out doing something and you lose track of time and you're all of a sudden it's three hours later and you think, wow, I don't, didn't even realize I've, it only feels like I've been here 10 minutes doing this, right? That is a sign that you're likely a passion for you. Um, if, if you're enjoying it, if it's mindless and monotonous, then that's a different story. But yeah, if you've lost time because you've really been enjoying whatever it is that you're doing. That's the first sign. And then the second sign is if you weren't getting paid for it, would you still do it? If the answer is yes, that's passion. You have passion yeah. for something. Yeah. And do you, and, and what do you miss if you're not doing it? What do you mm. think? Oh, I miss that. I'd love to be doing that right now. Yeah. Or I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's for, fine. I, I <laughs> I, I feel like we, I can give an example. So I've, you know, I mentioned, uh, I don't know if it was last episode or a couple episodes ago, I spent a lot of time learning how to do the technical pieces of our business. And we just weren't, you know, offering that as a part of what we were doing in our business. I was really missing it. I love the point where I can sit down and I can edit podcasts or I can, you know, change up things on the website or do some programming. And I, I was really like, okay, I love doing that. That is a passion of mine. So why are we not 
and capitalizing on that. Why am I not bringing that into our current business? So we've made a decision that yes, we will be, I'll be doing that, you know, a little piece of that inside of our business for our audience. It feels so good. Yeah. I think it's important to look at your passions and see how you can bring them together. Just like that example, right? Um, Those things are very related, like helping people um, make their businesses easier for them. How can we help people um, save time? How can we help people get focused? How can we help people really get the stuff done in their business that they want to be doing. And that's definitely a piece of the puzzle. I mean, we can sit here and help you schedule your time and schedule your goals, which we do very well. Yes, <laughs> but we do. if one of your goals is, you know, updating your email list or, or changing something up on your website, adding an extra piece to that puzzle, um, we want to be able to help you with that as well. Not just like, okay, yeah, go do that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's yeah. holding you back, we wouldn't, we wouldn't want to be yeah. um, like holding you back from that. Like as you look at your bigger goals and that opens up a whole new um, set of ideas for you as well. When you feel that you, that piece, you can do that piece, um, then you start getting all new ideas. Oh my gosh, I can do this. And then I could do that. And I could offer this. These are all kinds of ideas that you can have for your for your business, for your audience, for your client base, um, where you can help them out. But yeah, if that tech piece is holding you back, then that, that we'd love to help you overcome that barrier. Um, but yeah, what we really want to be doing is helping you really distill down what your, um, focus is on. Mm-hmm. Um, so take all those passions and figure out which ones are, which ones are really your passion and is there some way you can put them together? Uh, another piece of that is if you have separate things that you're doing, um, I know a bunch of you are running separate businesses, more than one business. Is your branding consistent across that? And by that, I don't just mean, I don't mean your visual branding. You might want to have separate visual branding for those businesses, but your core values and your ethics and who you're showing up as to your clients should be the same. You should be ethical in all your business transactions across your businesses. You People should know what you stand for, no matter which business they're uh, coming to you for. Yeah. And a really good you know, reason, especially to do that is because even if your businesses are not even remotely related, so let's say you're a makeup artist, you know, for one business, and then you do, I don't know, you do pet sitting for another business. If you are consistent and you show up uh, as your highest self in both of those business, you're end up you're going to end up with cross referrals, right? So somebody who comes to you for makeup application may want to hire you to pet sit their dog when they go on their honeymoon after their wedding right? Because they, they've seen the value that you deliver and they've seen who you are in your makeup business. And that can translate over into new clients in your second business. Right. Yes. In, in referral terms for sure. Yeah. Yes. You know who you are. Um, I mean, I would, I would recommend having your businesses more related to each other, but if you don't, and because 
no one's telling you what to do here. You know, you know, you, (laughs) but yes, they should know that if you're super ethical in one business, that that's who you're going to be in another one. Mm -hmm. No one should be surprised by your behavior in, oh, well, she's so great in this business. I wonder why, you know, that would happen. So always be like, show up as yourself, be authentic. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's advice for life really. (laughs) But um, have it be across your businesses and really, um, uh, yes, I wanted to talk about work-life balance too, um, which is of course a myth as we know. Um, but if you're, you're trying to balance all these different multi, um, passions that you've got, um, your balance isn't necessarily going to be equal in those things. So start thinking about, are, am I spending enough time in my biggest passion? And is there something I can let go of? And that's, that's a hard choice and only you can make that choice. But it is something to think about if you're starting to get run down, if it's starting to get to be too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Really focus on that one thing, um, one or two things. Um, you'll, you'll know, you'll, you'll know. I mean, striking a balance is very different than, oh, I have balance, right? Mm -hmm. Striking balance means it feels, um, aligned. You feel okay with things. You're feeling good. You're not feeling crazy and overwhelmed and exhausted. That means you're out of balance, but keep in mind, yeah, true balance is not like a balance at the, like a teeter-totter or seesaw at the park. It doesn't have to be equal. Balance doesn't mean equal. Balance means it feels right. Yeah. Balance really is, is, is everything adding up to a hundred, right? In your life, a hundred percent, right? Not, not I'm giving 75% in my business and 75% of my life because then you're, you're spread thin. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're giving 50% in your business, 50% in your life. Only you can determine what those, what like, like Lisa said, like what that balance actually is, what's good for, for you, what's good for your business, what's good for your friends and family. And, uh, maybe this is a good time to jump into, you know, talking about being comfortable with saying no. Yeah. Well, and I was just going to add there, um, like if you think about a balanced meal, a balanced meal doesn't mean equal amounts of all the food items, right? It means that you're getting what you need overall on your plate. It doesn't mean equal um, necessarily. It means about uh, what you need is on that plate. So think about your life as a balanced meal, that it's not... (laughs) Oh, I like that analogy. That was good. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that when you look at it, you're like, mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry. Let's, let's move on to. Yeah. Yeah. So learning, learning to say no and getting comfortable with saying no, I think as I think women are particularly susceptible to this, to wanting to say yes to people, please. Now, not every woman, I don't want a blanket statement, every woman, but I, I think there's a tendency particularly in you know society today for women to want to do it all and and have it all and you know we all it almost feels like we've got something to prove even though we don't yeah now i say yes to too many things because they sound fun 
<laughs> all, people will ask me to help out with things or do things that I think, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, sure. That sounds fun. <laughs> Which is, uh, then, then I, yes, I've yeah. learned over the years to say no to things, even if they sound fun, if they're not, if it's not, you know, moving what I need forward. But yes, sometimes it's hard to say no to someone when they're telling you, Oh, Jen, you would be so good at this. Um, can you help me out with this? Cause I know you're the best. It's hard to say no to that. Right. Cause you think, Oh, well, yes, they need me. I'm needed. It, it feels great to be needed and great to feel like, uh, someone's thought of you. And so that's really, I, you know, that's hard to say no to as well. If something sounds fun or you're being complimented, you think, well, they're, they're going to appreciate my work. You know, if you're not feeling appreciated in one of your other parts of your life to think, oh, well, I'll take this on because people will appreciate me because they've told me they need mm -hmm. me. So that's hard to say no to, even if you don't have the time. So you have to really step back and I don't know, make, make a list of <laughs> some people can make a pros and cons list. Other people can just go by the feeling. Yeah. Um, but what can you, what are you willing to let go of? If your plate is already full, what are you willing to let go of? Yeah. It's kind of like when you go shop, I, d I don't do this, but I probably should. If I go and I buy a new sweater, right? Like, can I take one out of my closet? Right. I don't, there's only so much room in my closet for things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like what, if I'm bringing something in, is there something else that I need to release in order to make space for what I'm bringing in? Now that, that answer may vary from person to person, right? You may, you may choose to have a very full closet or life and you like to be very busy. Um, but if you're doing things for other people that you kind of are like, oh, that, that, that that you can, you can probably even feel that emotion that you feel when somebody asks you something, you don't really want to do it, but you say yes, that's a perfect time to practice saying no. Now at the same time, I mean, we're always telling you guys that, um, when, when you're manifesting your goals, stay open to opportunities. Yes. So at the same time, you, you don't want to be taking on stuff that's not, um, part of your um, action plan. At the same time, you, you want to analyze it and say, is this moving me forward in my other goals? Is yeah. this something going to help me meet the people that I, is it, is it a good networking experience? Is it something I want to learn how to do? And it's all on my list of things that I need to learn in order to reach my next goal. Those are things to consider too. But at the same time, if your plate is already full, you need to think of, is there something you can release from that? Um, yeah. Or is it going to combine with what you're already doing and it's a perfect fit? Like just really sit with it. Don't make decisions right away. Um, think about all the different implications of, of, um, of that decision. Of that. Yes. We are always telling people to be open. <laughs> we, we, open are. To we are, but I think there's a difference between, I, there's a difference between being open to exploring new ways of doing things and taking on things that are out of alignment right? Yes. We're talking about taking, really taking on things that are out of alignment with your, your goals, priorities, and um, core values. Mm -hmm. 
And when you take on things that are outside of your, you know, out of alignment from your core values, your priorities and your goals, those are, those are going to drain you. And you really to make those decisions carefully, right? Really, really figure out if this is, maybe it is, maybe, maybe you're meant to do this. We, we can't make that decision for you, but really take that and, and think about it. Because if it's going to take away from your, you know, your own, your own goals, priorities, and core values, then it might be something that you need to take a second and even, and potentially even a third look at before you take it on. Right. And who knows, it could be an opportunity that you can say, you know what, I'll be ready to hop into that in six months from now, mm-hmm. but right now it's a, a no or a not right now. Yes. Yeah. A no I think, yeah, not right now. Yes. I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah. No doesn't always mean no forever. It, you're right. It just can mean not right now. Yeah. And you th- want to think about that for your decision-making. You also want to remember that little piece when your clients say no to you, because that could be them doing that very same thing and saying not right now. So keep that in mind that, you know, not to take everybody's no in your direction, super personally, because they could be prior, just prioritizing for their current moment. And it, and it isn't necessarily about you. Everything isn't about you. <laughs> you know, so you're saying that you're, you're putting that out there to people that it's not right now, or that's not for me. Um, and, and be accepting of that when people give that back to you, that it's not necessarily um, something personal or a huge rejection, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to balance different things. So keep, keep that in mind too. Um, yeah. How can we get everybody to figure out their goals a little more clearly? So well, can... it's, it's funny that you say that, Lisa. We, uh, <laughs> if you've been, if you're on our email list or you have um, joined our Facebook group, then you will know that we've got uh, something coming up and it's actually releasing this week. So depending on when you listen to this podcast episode, it's releasing on April 23rd. We'll make sure that a link to that is in the show notes as soon as it releases. But it is a wonderful course that we have taken from something we do in person. We have moved it online. So we're offering one of our favorite workshops instead of being in person. It's going to be online because we want to be able to reach um, everybody. We have a global audience now, and so we don't just want to be offering it to people that are close by. So we've got something, a little treat for all of you guys that are everywhere (laughs) to help you out with your clarity and your focus. And it should also help you be able to distill down what you can say no to, confidence, so that you can really focus Top, your top three, your top five, and anything that doesn't fit into that, you can um, confidently say no to because it's yeah. not one of your priorities right now. And that was, can be helpful too. Yes, that's a, that's a great way of framing it for sure, Lisa. I love that. Now, I think we're just going to close it off here. We just want to give you a reminder that it is okay to rest and recharge in your business or in your businesses if you are multi-passionate, which is what we're talking about today. Yes, especially if you're, if you're multi-passionate. Yeah. Make sure you're recharging. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it can be hard if you're doing one of your businesses a few days a week and then the rest of the week you do your other business, but give yourself some time in your week that you give to yourself Mm -hmm. um, just to recharge the batteries because you are going to show up as a way more amazing person and the person that you want to be and the person that you really are. Um, I know when I get overwhelmed with too many things, I get a little snappy, a little snippy snappy. Um, and that's not who I want to show up as for, you know, my family or anybody. (laughs) So if, you know, you just give yourself that little time, you'll be a little more calm, a little more focused. and Yeah. We're really fortunate because we are in a partnership. We can say to each other, you know what? I think I'm done for today. And we both are comfortable saying that with each other <laughs> because we, we do, we work, you know, we now work remotely um, from one another and we, we can say, yep, I'm done. And we give each other permission to do that. Right. We, we recognize that in each other and we honor that space that the other one needs, um, to step back and rest and recharge, particularly as an introverted entrepreneur, even though it's just Lisa and I working together, it still can be, it it still can feel draining, right? By the end of the day, doing all of that work and whatnot, even though I love her to bits and pieces, sometimes we (laughs) we do need to step back, right? So if you're, I mean, if you're not in a partnership and most of you are not in a partnership, uh, as we, as we know, you know, remember our voice is telling you it's okay to step back and rest and to recharge and to show up the next day, you know, refreshed and and ready to take on the challenges in your business. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day. It is. (laughs) It is indeed. So I think uh, unless you have anything to add, I think we can just leave it at that. And and keep your eyes peeled for our exciting online workshop. (laughs) That's right. Okay. We will talk to you next week. Until then, have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at success in the shy girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success.